0: Who you know fresher than whole rid of me? That the rest of y'all know where I'm lyrically at. Can't none of y'all mirror me back. Yeah, hear me rap? It's like hearing G rap in his prime. I'm Young H.O. Raps great for dead. About to take over the globe and I break bread. I'm in Boeing jets, Globe Express out the country, but the blueberry still connects. On the low with the yacht, got a triple deck. But when you're young, what the fuck you expect? Yep, yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> hey, y'all! Welcome back. No cool podcast. Big facts. What up? Dropping, dropping them lyrics on them. Um,
0: they not mine. I'm borrowing them from Jay Z. I borrowed them from Jay Z. Look at you. You better know, girl. Let y'all find
1: out. <laughs> I'm cultured.
0: Let, let us find out. You've been listening to some music around let
1: y'all here. Let's find out. I'm lit. Okay. Let y'all mm. find out. I'm. Don't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't say all of that, is what no. i We don't didn't just. You're going, you're taking it further than what <laughs> where it was originally.
1: Let y'all find out. I'm lit. Welcome back to No Cool Podcast. Big facts. What up? What's up? what do it do?
0: I don't know, man. Y'all out here getting twins pregnant.
1: Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all out here. I <laughs> just, y'all out here these days. I can't I ain't fool with y'all, to Who be honest. It?
1: Who is y'all? Like, okay, you can't drop that bit of information and just, like, keep talking. You have to w- explain. I
0: know. Man, look. Y'all out here getting twins pregnant. Y'all out here. <laughs> y'all out here, bruh. I don't I don't need this kind of negativity. That's why that's why I deleted my social media. And i Because I might people be are late.
1: getting twins pregnant? Because y'all are foolish.
0: Who is y'all? You included.
1: Why are we foolish?
0: Yeah, I don't have I, no I
1: didn't get anyone pregnant. Ha-
0: have you ever been pregnant? No. Listen. Y'all don't have no home training. (laughs) Um,
1: Welcome back to the show. Should we get right into the show?
0: I mean, or we could wait for another five minutes and I get right into the show.
1: Let's get right into the show. Y'all know we start (laughs) every week with heroes and Headass of the Week. Big facts. Do you have a hero this week?
0: You go first, because I always... Who is your hero?
1: My hero is (laughs) Jay-Z. For, I mean, do we even need any additional reasons? But we got another reason
0: this week. We need to hear What are all the reasons?
1: So many reasons. I mean, what does this man not do? He's a musician. He's a philanthropist. He's an investor. He's a teacher. He's a father. He has so much going for him. But this week, we um, learned that he is officially the first... A billionaire, the first billionaire in—they say—in hip hop, but I feel like he doesn't even need the whole hip hop thing to, you know, like boost this title. He's a billionaire by himself, not Jay Z and Beyoncé together. Jay Z by himself has is officially a self-made billionaire. That's a lot of money. Um. You know, I feel like he's just the coolest. Like, he has evolved over time, right? He um, started out, like, growing up in the projects of New York. and Marcy. Marcy projects in New York. And, like, he has grown to be, like, somebody who not only has you know found his own success but he doesn't hide the ball like he sits down and he does these interviews he talks to every you know to these he answers these questions about how he has become successful and how he has evolved in his life and i think that's the coolest thing um we can do a rundown real quickly. He has uh, investments in Title, which is his streaming platform, and Rock Nation, which is his album, uh, his his record label. He has a music catalog, art collection, real estate, um, and then of course he has, um, he's had clothing, he's had uh, liquor, do say, um, and I just think that it's so bomb. Jay Z, my hero of the week.
0: Let me in, let me interject some stuff there, right? Because Jay Z been my favorite rapper since I was twelve. Hard Knock Life, Volume Two, mm-hmm. Volume One, Volume Two. Um, so Rock Nation is not the is not the record label. Rock Nation is the sporting agent company, right? Uh, Rockefeller Records is the record label. Uh-huh. And then you got Rock Nation, which is his company of sporting, uh, sporting agent, sports agency. So I don't know if you know he used to own part of the the Brooklyn Nets, right? Before right. they were the Brooklyn Nets, they were the New Jersey Nets, and you know, of course, he was influential in having them move from New Jersey to Brooklyn. But he he sold his shares of the Nets. Be in order to, um, be able to have his sport sports agency company, Rock Nation and Rock Nation, because it was a conflict of interest. Like you can't own a company, and you can't own a team and own, own a sports agency company. So, you know, um, but you know he owns, um, I think most, I think he. I don't know if it's most, majority or all of Duce, but he also owns a champagne that he is a uh, part owner for. And I don't know what exactly that champagne is. It might be Ace of Spades because, you know, I feel like they be talking about that a lot, but I'm not sure.
1: It's the Armand, right?
0: Yeah, i see something like You know, we ain't so, you know, we're mm-hmm. not really... Rich enough to know.
1: Armand um, Armand de
0: Brignac. H- have you drank that before? Of course not. Exactly. So we don't really know. Like we heard that it's his, but we don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> well, it's champagne and it's on his list of investments.
0: Right, I saw that. He also sold Rock A Rare. He sold Rock Rock Aware. You remember back in the day, we used to wear the R's on our shirts and the R's on our jeans. Rockerwear. He sold that for I think like three hundred and ten million dollars. Nice. Man, he's had some really great investments. So kudos to Jay Z.
1: He's winning hero of the week. Who you got?
0: My hero of the week is kind of in tandem with my head ass of the week. So. You know, I will say that my hero of the week is LeBron James. Okay. And it's really because, uh, so, you know, last night the Toronto Raptors played the Golden State Warriors. and, and In game one of, three. In game three, right? And one of the plays, Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry he ends up, like, you know, trying to say the ball and, like, you know, kind of crashes into some of the fans on the on the sideline. And so when he does that, uh, one of the minority winner uh, owners of the Golden State Warriors, Mark Stevens, he's a minority investor in the Golden State Warriors, he pushes Kyle Lowry, right? <coughs> um, so my head ass is Mark Stevens because, like, He got fined five hundred thousand dollars for pushing, and for directing obscene language, and he was barred for a year from any NBA game. Right, and he's a, you know, he is a, a owner of the Warriors, and I appreciate, I appreciate my hero LeBron James for stepping up for Kyle Lowry and just saying, look, there is no place for this for that kind of stuff in the game of basketball. Like, you know, LeBron James is his first time since he's been you know in a long time since he hasn't been to the finals. You know what I mean? And he stood up for Kyle Lowry, bro. I appreciate that like as a as one of the, you know, one of the I mean, probably the best basketball player in the world right now. But definitely one of the veterans in the game to speak up and say that about this situation. You know, you got a white owner who think he can just yell and push another black dude. Like, you wouldn't push that man in the store if you saw him. You wouldn't push that man in the streets if you saw him. But you took advantage of your opportunity as he crashed into some people to just push him. And I was just, you know, that's that's some head-ass stuff, dog. You, you get the head-ass of the week for that.
1: Can I also add just a little bit of, like, context for all my girls who are sitting over there thinking, what just happened? Because, like, I'm in the sports sometimes, but I have to say, you know, this is the finals. So, this is, like, I guess you can say, like, the, can you say it's, like, the Super Bowl? But it's for basketball, right? It's yeah. Like, you,
0: know, you should it's know the, what the finals is.
1: Well, I know, but I'm just, you know, we have to assume that our listeners don't, necessarily, you know, might not necessarily be, it's hip, it, you know, it's it's the finals, so it's usually, it's mm. the, the the two best teams in the NBA, right, and they'll do like the first to win four out of seven games. They have seven games, and the Golden State Warriors have been going consistently to the finals for several
0: years, right? I mean, for, yeah, I mean, I think this is five years, they won, the first two, they lost one, they won the last one, and this is their fifth year.
1: It's their fifth year going to the finals. So I mean, and this is where Steph Curry, you know, and we did talk about him on the show before, um, and his wife Aisha Curry. Um, we've talked about them on the show before. So this is, you know, it's like showtime. Um, and there's like a lot of tension, I guess, because um Toronto, they're also part of the NBA, but they're actually, you know, the team is in Canada. Um there's been like a lot of this is their first time making it this far in a really yeah. long time.
0: First time in the finals.
1: First time in the finals. Um, And so Drake has been going to these games. You know, he's get these games. He's from Canada. He's like repping for Toronto and everything. And there's like all this tension because it seems like kind of an upset that they might be beating the Warriors. And so I guess there might have been a lot of tension from the coach or this part owner who's a head ass. Um, just because the team like they didn't win this game, right?
0: Mm, they lost are you asking me th- the
1: Warriors <laughs> lost last night
0: bro? yeah, that was getting whooped all game though, to be honest, so
1: he probably was in his feelings anyway, but I agree that it was that's what's up for LeBron James to so definitely stand up for his fellow nBA players. So, LeBron James, also hero of the week, right on. Um, can I say too? I really just want to throw in really quickly. Forbes came out with their list of um, other you know, we said Jay Z, he's the officially a self made billionaire, but they came out with a list of other self made, um, the richest self made women. Uh, Rihanna made the list for richest female musician in the world. Uh, with a total of roughly 600 million So she's on track to be a billionaire Herself um, it's it's, You know Beyonce was on there 400 million dollars Serena Williams Is the first female athlete On the Forbes list, list of self Made women um, mm. So I just want to give a shout out because that's also black Excellence and I mean I just always Have time to shout that out right. um, Let's move on to our oh Round of applause Round of applause Black excellence, black excellence. Um, we also got to move on to our head ass of the week.
0: <laughs> I gave you mine, what's yours?
1: Um, okay, my head ass of the week. I don't actually know this young lady's name, but she's somebody who went viral online this week because to make a long story short, she in her delivery room giving birth, and immediately after her daughter was born, um, her man and her, you know, they got into <laughs> they got into a conversation um about the baby's looks. So I saw the like, little
0: clip or whatever, she has some things to say.
1: Mm-hmm. And so this mother is she is very light-skinned and she has like green eyes. Um, her mother is half black and half white, her grandmother is white, and they were also in this video and in the delivery room, and her boyfriend or fiancé or you know father of her child is a is a dark-skinned black man um so basically she said to her baby when she was holding her newborn baby in the delivery room in the bed with her gown still on i thought you would have pretty eyes oh no she's gonna be your color you know things to that effect so this she, baby has she a said maid. oh
0: no well she's gonna be your do you color see, do i
1: have a clip she said she's definitely gonna be your color, she's going to be dark look at her nail beds and like the tips of her ears you know and the uproar online was basically because this baby hasn't even made it out of the delivery room and she's already having to deal with colorism for her own parents um so right. you know there have been a lot of people making comments about this clip that's going online and she actually posted a rebuttal um and said this the eyes um in the video i was looking at her and i said i was talking to the nurse and the nurse was like if they're dark right now they're going to stay dark." and i made a statement yeah because when i was born my eyes are blue and now my eyes are green and then i looked at her and i said oh i wish you had pretty eyes now when i said i wish you had pretty eyes i didn't literally mean she doesn't have pretty eyes you know what i'm saying i didn't mean Oh, my gosh, my daughter has ugly eyes. When I say pretty eyes, I meant the term of green eyes. Because, Damien, have you ever got a compliment Hmm. about your eyes? No. No, okay. My sister has never got compliments about their eyes. My mom always told me that everywhere we went, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, your daughter has such pretty eyes. Brown eyes don't get complimented like green eyes or hazel eyes or blue eyes. Okay. Um what do you think about this
0: first of all um it's sad to me that um uh, in addition like you basically show your colorism and how, how it's very valid in both statements that you right? Because, first of all, it's more than just blue eyes and green eyes that's pretty eyes, first of all. The second thing is why do you assume that green eyes and blue eyes is the only pretty eyes? And that's what you meant when you said that. Now, her husband, I mean, to be honest, bruh, like... (laughs) He's supporting this shit and I ain't really fucking with it, to be honest. Because he said, nah, I haven't never gotten complimented on my brown eyes either. I mean, I get it, that's your woman, but I know plenty of women. And I mean, I I have brown eyes that get complimented all the time. I, I always get complimented on you my eyes. She do have eyes. pretty eyes, actually. So for her, thank you. You know what I'm saying? But for her to be on some like, oh, I didn't mean I didn't mean that her eyes was ugly. I just mean with her eyes were green. I'm like, bitch, you didn't say her eyes was green or wasn't green or blue. You said they wasn't pretty. Right? And you looking at how dark she's gonna be. Like, just just like, come on now. We gotta, we, we gotta be able to get to a point where we we see how something we've said or something we've done is out of line. And instead of getting defensive and defending what you said, just be like, you know what? That's true. That's right. I, I shouldn't have said that. Like, my, my baby girl is beautiful regardless of what she, you know what I'm saying, blah, 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 That's how I feel. But we get so defensive when people start dragging us instead of just apologizing or maybe, like, conceding to some of our own biases. We all got biases, right? We all got prejudices. We all got, you know, we've all become conditioned by the culture in which we live to a certain extent. And when somebody calls you out on your stuff, for you to just be like, nah, that's not what I meant. And then you say something equally (laughs) colorist. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, be able to take some critique, some feedback and be like, nah, nah, I'm pretty sure y'all was dragging her. (laughs) But I mean... I ain't, I
1: ain't fooling with that. I mean, yeah, I just basically feel like, you know, as black and brown children, we have it hard enough already out in the world. Colorism is a very real thing. Also, I do want to say, you know, colorism exists outside of the black community, right? So it exists. Um, you know, I've talked to like people who are of Asian descent and they have said, you know, that people who have darker skin in their culture um, are treated differently than people with lighter skin because it's kind of Um, Like an assumption that you work outside or you work, you know, in the sun, that you have to work and do hard labor, um, you know, Mm. for money versus somebody who has money, doesn't have to lift a finger or do hard work or hard labor. so they have lighter, you know, skin tones. Colorism exists in more than just the black community. But, um, you know, we have it hard enough outside of our houses. I feel like, you know, it really is important that our parents and our families are are um ready and willing and knowledgeable enough about these things to build us up um you know i think maybe this could be a learning opportunity for her maybe she'll see kind of like the effect that her statement has had on some other people and maybe she will learn you know how not to say those kind of things when her daughter is growing up but you know the baby is beautiful let me throw that out there she is a beautiful little girl and um your said ass of the week. There
0: you go. Congratulations. <laughs>
1: there you have
0: it. Dating deal breakers. What are some deal breakers when you dating somebody? Like, what is it that you like? Mm, nah. It's going to be a no for me. <laughs> uh, I mean, and to be honest, I got a bunch of them. I just don't be... Thinking about them until they come. Oh, okay. You know what
1: is a bunch like but more than ten?
0: I'm just weird. I'm. You know, I don't know. What is but a like, what number is a bunch more than ten? I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, potentially. I mean, you could think about ten. Like, I'm sure you could tell me ten things that I would be like, "Nah, I can't fool with that." Okay. But you know. I don't know what it is necessarily until you know until I you know I'm with it. Like for me, like if a chick got a crazy baby daddy and I got to like deal with him and, and his stuff, like it's a no for me. Okay. Like I'm I'm too old for that. Like I used to talk to this chick and her baby daddy got on the phone and started like talking bad to me, <laughs> <Whoa>. right? Like, <laughs> like don't call her, don't call her no more. Oh wow! And I was like, so was he just at her house? I was like, I, 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 I don't know. I guess. And I was like, bro, to be honest, like, I call who I want to call. I am a grown ass man, right? I mean, if she gonna answer the phone, I call, she gonna call me too. So you gonna have to deal with it. And he's like, oh, okay, so you gonna disrespect me like that? And then he threw the phone. So she got on the phone. And she was like and I was like so you, you, you know what I'm saying what you think about what he's saying she was like yeah I don't think you should disrespect him like that blah 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 <laughs> and I was like oh well then if that's the motherfucking case I don't talk to none of y'all motherfucking asses no more and I never talked to her wow either.
1: you must have really liked her to even have had that much conversation with a baby
0: daddy that said don't call her no more calm down you doing a lot the nigga got on the phone, you talk about really liked her. <laughs> right? You're like That's I'm going to call her anyway even though you told me not to. I mean, no because no, no because like just because a nigga say don't call, don't mean I'm going to be like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> but if she say like, "Yeah, he right." then I'm like, "Okay, cool. You right." <laughs> I definitely will listen to you telling me not to call because you want to be a dumbass. Because he on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, at the end of the day, I just can't deal with no crazy. Like, I'm too old for that.
1: <laughs> that's a good one. Actually, I would say that is that is for sure
0: one of
1: my deal breakers. If you, if you got five kids and 12 baby mamas,
0: I'm gone, bruh. Wait,
1: what? Got five kids okay. and 12 baby mamas.
0: Oh, and okay. And I gonna
1: say, let me start off by saying this. No disrespect to anybody, they got kids. And no disrespect to anybody, they got more than one parent of your child. But when I say baby mama, I'm really talking about an attitude. That's why I said 12 baby mamas, right? Because... You know, I feel like a baby... You don't even have to have... Let me tell you what I'm really not going to do. Is date somebody that got a baby mama and no kids. You ever heard that before?
0: Hold on, what? a baby
1: mama and no kids. Because when I say baby mama, I'm talking about an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Help right? me. Uh, Help. You really think that because you have history with somebody. Or that because you were in a really long relationship. You know, because the family of this person. You know what I'm saying? Like if we're dating, I dating this guy who yeah. used to date and his family still likes you. Um, you know, you're still cool with his sister and y'all, you still get invited for the holidays and you feel like because of all this, the rest of us owe you something. You know what I'm saying? And you want to keep popping up and you feel like, well, we're still friends and that you still basically can walk in and out of this man's life at your leisure like you still own him and the rest of us owe you some kind of respect because you know of the history that's I'm not Mm going to be able to deal with that take to that too kindly
0: so it really just comes down to what type of closure you say you have with your ex whether they be your baby mama or your baby daddy, or y'all was together and they good with your family. Like, what type of closure y'all really have? If you haven't really closed that door, then like that—that stuff shows. That shows mm-hmm. up,
1: and even more. Am I tripping? I agree with that, and I would say, you know, when you have children, And you have to communicate with somebody. Sometimes it can be a little harder to close the door because you know you have to communicate with these people on, you know, a basic level. And so, you know, when I I, I am including people that have kids, but I'm not talking about only people that have kids. I'm talking about a a mindset and a mentality. And if your baby mama get on the phone when I'm talking to you and say, don't call him no more, I'm going to say, you know what, ma'am, you got it.
0: I mean, let me just say that this happened several years Mm -hmm. ago, right? Like a long, long time ago, right? But at the same time, it's the con like the concept still exists for me. Like I'm not about to be dealing. Like if you don't have your stuff, you're a grown woman. If you don't have your situation under control, and you got dudes, and I mean, even if you're a grown man, if you ain't got your baby mama, like. Y'all need to be on some different kind of terms. Like, you cannot try to start having a serious relationship with somebody else if that person has to worry about your baby mama, your baby daddy at every turn, because y'all ain't <laughs> you ain't handled that. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's, I'm speaking from a place of privilege. And I don't mean to say privilege as, like, I'm speaking of a place, a specific place, a specific, a specific perspective. Maybe I should say that, not privilege. But I don't have no mm-hmm. kids, right. right? So I don't have to deal with that on a regular basis. But I have, you know what I'm saying, talk to women do, that do have kids. And I can tell you that, you know, if, if a woman... Doesn't have some kind of, and I I mean amicable relationship with her baby dad, and he acting any kind of way. I'm just like, it's it's not gonna work. Right? That's what I'm saying. If
1: you feel if your baby's mom feels comfortable enough that she can get on the phone and address me, and that's the first thing that she wants to say to me is, don't be calling him. Like I already know what it is. (laughs) I already know what it is. You're you're ex should not feel comfortable to even get on the phone and address me in that kind of way. And if you have given that person the authority to do so and you standing there watching while she's on the phone, I'm out, bruh. Right. Um. So, that's a good one. I agree with that. Uh, what else? What else do you have as a deal breaker?
0: I mean, honestly, I if she smokes cigarettes, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just... I can't do... It. Like, I ain't trying to talk down on nobody, but for me, like, <laughs> I can't do... I can't do cigarettes, bro. Like, they stink. Like, you stink. Like, and that's a bigger thing, right? Like, she stinks. hmm Like, you know what I mean? If her breath stink, it ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work out. Well, it's not gonna work out. Do you think... I was in a... Let me tell you something. I was in a movie. This chick was like liking me or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And she was like, you know, let's, you know, let's go to the movies. And like you know, I was like you know, sitting by her and everything was cool and then she like like really like talked like she was trying to share like a secret to me. Okay, now
1: you being funny. <laughs>
0: Now you're trying to be funny. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, Bro, Her breath stank so bad, bruh. And I was like, uh-uh. I cannot watch this. Like, I literally thought she had to swallow the city zoo. <laughs> the, her breath was hard. It was hard. It was some hard stuff to manage, for real, bro. And I was like, as cute as she is, nope. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Okay, but do you
1: think that somebody who somebody who's smoking cigarettes can stop smoking cigarettes? And somebody with bad breath, I mean, you might recommend your dentist.
0: Mm-mm. I don't have time for that, Lex. Like, this is my thing. I don't have time for no fixer upper chicks no more in my mm-hmm. life. Like, I'm past that point in my life. I was in my 20s. I could fix a chick up. I'm 30-something now. Ain't no more fixing uppers. Ain't no, ain't no more uh Chip and Joe the games going on, bro. Like you gotta come and be. You have to be something I'm gonna be able to deal with. Cause, and I'm not saying you can't grow or be better or whatever, but I'm just saying like, eh, ain't, no, ain't no trying to like recommend you to my dentist, ain't no like <laughs> trying to get you to like stop smoking. Like, it's too, it's too late for, it's too, it's too late for all of that. <laughs> it's too late for all that lovey-dovey shit. I your brother, shit, keep it brother. Man. It's too late for all of that, dog. Like, what are you gonna do today? <laughs> what are you doing today? Is your baby daddy crazy today? Are you smoking cigarettes today? <laughs> Do your breath stink today? <laughs> okay. Point blank period. Okay, that's a deal breaker.
1: Um,
0: One of mine
1: is, my cousin told me that I'm petty for this, but you know, the Lord is not done with me. I'm struggling with this one. um, And he hasn't, you know, helped me to get over this, so I'm struggling, but if you are shorter than me, okay, Um, I just don't feel like if I... I mm. Let me put this out there. I'm not very tall. Actually, I'm not tall at all. I'm very short. I'm pretty... I'm very short. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm over five feet, but that's on a good day. You know, I'm very short. If I have no heels on, if I got on flats, if I'm standing on the bare floor and... and and you looking me in the face. We ain't got nothing to talk about. We ain't got nothing to talk about, bruh. It's wow. a good one. My, my,
0: What's up my with cousin that, told me
1: that I'm very petty for that and I need to grow up and get over it. But I just, I don't feel like I'm asking for much. I'm too.
0: You know, I've thought about that. I I hear that, right? I've thought about that some, um, Right. Because I do know some people who married to to women like dudes that's married to women that's taller than them Um, I just I guess like I wonder what is it about height for a woman you know what I mean that they want a dude that's tall like and I mean I guess we could could, ask the same question about like why dudes be liking chicks with big boobs or big booties or something like that right What is it about height though?
1: Isn't it kind of a like a chemical? It's like a
0: bio desire, right? You finna make some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> you finna freestyle this shit. I mean, go ahead. No, isn't it? Isn't but I just I'm just that true?
1: I feel like I've read that before that it's like a biological desire. Like when you look for like men are like um I don't want to use the wrong language, but you look for women who have like a Coke bottle shape, right? If you look for somebody who's smaller in the waist, maybe has wider hips because you are subconsciously looking to check for somebody who is not pregnant, but you could impregnate. Have you read that before?
0: I've heard and read that it's about childbearing, meaning like a woman who looks as if she has thick thighs or like thick hips and like the hip to waist ratio is like about a woman who's like ready to bear children
1: so what i just said,
0: right right so i think i feel like but i haven't heard i haven't heard like the flat tummy is like that means she's not pregnant But I hear, I mean, that makes sense.
1: You know, the same idea. You know, like you said, the hip to waist ratio that you're, the Coke bottle shape, right? Um, You know, for women, I think it's kind of like um, you're looking for somebody who can protect you. Somebody who can make you feel protected. Um, More importantly, like not even just physical characteristics and who your ex is and stuff like that. If you don't believe in God like we're not going to be able to make it work flat out that's a deal breaker for me
0: hmm. So for me I have noticed that some people's spirituality evolves as they as they evolve and how they believe and what they believe even take take me for instance like you know, my spirituality and my theology has definitely evolved from, you know, things that I would have hung my head on 10 years ago. I'm not hanging my hat on those things. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure about how I feel about those things. Mm-hmm. So to a certain extent, you know, I think how I see how I view things and how I see things and what I think about things theologically has become so different and so Mm -hmm. that's why i just like you know i know some i know some people who were one way theologically five years ago and now they're not the same they don't believe the same things or they struggle or they read some different type of stuff i mean and so like what would happen if the man you married started to read some stuff or to Research some stuff that was just completely different than what you what he believed before, and then he don't really know if he believe that no more.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good question.
0: It it happens. I mean, you know, I would have to say that, you know, as you know, you know, me and you have some similar roots. You know, as far as like coming up in the church, right? But there's a lot of stuff that I feel like I was taught, and a lot of stuff that I was that was emphasized for me that I don't know that we had that right. I don't know that we had it, you know. I don't know that we had that as firmly as we we thought we did, Mm -hmm. as far as truth is concerned. And so, you know, I'm not saying that you should not do what you doing like different. Like I'm not saying do what you did different. I was just I'm just having a conversation.
1: Right, right. Um would you date somebody that didn't believe in God?
0: <sighs> nah. Okay. Why not? Um because my relationship with God And how I understand and how I have experienced God is so much of my life and who I am. And it means so much to me and who I am that for someone to completely negate that that ever existed for me, that that's not somebody I can be intimate with or be in. And like relationship with, on, on on that level, you know what I'm saying. Not on that okay, level. Okay. So
1: what's my what's my belief in God, but believe differently than you?
0: See, I I I could entertain that.
1: Um. Yeah. I don't know. I got questions about that. I guess, but but to flat out not believe in God, that's a deal breaker for you.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Well, we gave a lot of them. We gave um about the baby mama thing. About um, I said if you're shorter than me, which I'm trying to get over. Um, if are you don't you? believe in God,
0: um, yeah. I wonder if your husband five foot five foot one, five foot five foot one, and he come up to you and he got everything. Are you are you gonna be blinded, or are you gonna say you know what? What God has for me. I'm going to (laughs) struggle. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do.
1: What do you mean? I'm going to struggle with it. I'm going to go back and forth and say, dang, but he's so nice. Dang, but he sent me these flowers to my job. He's so sweet. He's so thoughtful. I love flowers. Man, he really is treating me good. You know, I think, to be honest, for me, it really comes down to how you treat me. So if you're a good person, if you treat me good, if, you know, if we, our families can get along, like, if we believe the same things at the core, like, I I would be able to move past that because, like, I'm not going to be no cat lady. Like, I'm going to get married. So,
0: you Don't know. be out here missing your blessings.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: Just I'm because they come in a, a, a package that's smaller than what you was thinking.
1: Matter of fact, if you want to date with me, I'm just playing.
0: Send your <laughs> date invite and resume <laughs> to no Kuth podcast at yahoo.com. Just kidding. Hit up Lex Lewis. She's no, single don't. out here in these streets. Actually, don't no cooth underscore podcast on the on the IG slide right into her DMs.
1: Calm down. What? I'm trying to help you it's just out. A joke? It hey, ain't no joke. Okay, Big Facts. Big Facts is also single. Can we go there? Why are you trying to point it on me? We talking about you right now. Big Facts is also single. Why you can't? Why you can't
0: have? Why you can't have? Why you can't have a, can't have, <laughs> <why you> can't <laughs> have a light on you? You always trying to turn it on me. You always trying to turn it on Big Facts. Now, nah, what we had said about Lex Lewis. Is that sliding her DMs.
1: That's not what we said.
0: Why you acting like that? See, you blocking your blessing. (laughs) Big Facts is also single. This ain't about me. No one cares about me. This is what I want you to get. You need to get this in your head. On this podcast, don't nobody care about me. It's all about you. It's all about Lex Lewis. Who is she? She sound like she just look good. Everybody wants to know. Nobody's checking for me on here.
1: You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. (laughs) This is why nobody's checking for you. (laughs) Because you are interrupting me when I'm trying to help you out. (laughs) Big Facts. (laughs) Big Facts is also single. (sighs) Send your DMs it's slide into his DMs. <laughs> Send your resume, your pictures. You're done. You're done. Shoot your shot.
0: Picture. Oh, shoot your shot. 2019. Listen. Shoot
1: your shot. If you got a
0: team for Lex, okay. She out here. <laughs> I'm not out here. I'm <laughs> inside. In fact, <laughs>
1: in.
0: Lex Lewis is out here single listen you gotta post a pic for them the listeners want to know what you look like i look like i'm
1: about to go to this commercial break but you can always hit us up on instagram like big tech said no cool underscore podcast or via email no cool podcast at yahoo.com i did have something that i kind of wanted to bring up um you know, like, we do talk about, like, relationships and stuff sometimes on the show because, you know, I'm, you have a male point of view, I have a female point of view, and that's kind of a cool something to, like, talk about here and there. But I also want to talk about something that's not related to, like, dating or relationships or anything at all. It's about uber safety because – and this, this came up for me because there's this story that went viral online. Um, Somebody posted this on Instagram, but people have been reposting it to basically – warn other uber users lyft users people if you know you are on any of these apps to get a ride you know late at night if you're going by yourself you just have to be very aware so she is giving people tips um based on her experience and i just want to kind of read through this a little bit you ready yeah okay she's out of a moving lift vehicle My lift driver attempted to take me to an Isolated location far From my destination in order to attack Slash assault me or worse Please read the precautions I took And red flags I noticed I was able To save myself I want you to be able to do The same Um, So skip a little bit she says I do Not use my first or full name on The app I use a short nickname To maintain my Emity you know, she wants to be anonymous. Number two, I check the license plate of the driver and match it to the app to ensure my driver is, in fact, a Lyft employee. Um, Number three, I sat in the front seat because I was driving. I was riding alone. Do not let your driver handle the back doors for you. It is very easy to activate child lock without you noticing. <sighs> Number four, do not oblige any driver's request. He asked me to adjust my seat back, and I declined. Hindsight tells me that would have allowed him more room to assault me. Um, And number five, uh, red flags are just that. Stay off of your phone. Pay attention to your route and habits of the driver. So uh, to make a long story short, she says that her driver didn't follow the route. He was driving very slowly um that he took her down a dark and secluded street with no cars um and he asked her to pull her seat back and she says that he was acting abnormally he was gripping the steering wheel he started breathing abnormally his breathing was elevated um the ride should have been 10 minutes it was 23 minutes um and she started to have physical symptoms of how nervous like she just had a gut feeling that something wasn't right so she says she was sweating she had nausea heart palpitations she asked him to stop the car he did not stop the car and she literally threw the front door open and rolled out of the car and he kept rolling down the street um she says i know beyond a shadow of a doubt had i remained in the car another few minutes i would have been hurt um please share the photos and information he will likely do this again, and hopefully somebody can save themselves. That's really scary.
0: That's crazy, but good for her, for escaping. Um,
1: Have you ever... Do you take Uber or Lyft?
0: I mean, I do, but only... Like, I've only used those apps... So, I use those apps when I'm traveling. Like, if I'm out of town... You know, I use those apps to get around where I'm, you know, wherever we going. I use those apps to go back and forth from the airport. Like, you know, if I'm if I'm a fly out, I'm going to take a, a lift probably to go to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, Very rarely I may take a, a lift like to go out if I know I'm going to be like, you know, Tonight is a night where I know I might, you know, do a little extra. I don't want to have to deal with having to, you know, drive. So, I take a lift to just make sure I'm safe.
1: Okay. um, I've taken an Uber in a group. I've also taken it, um, you know, like you said, when traveling, you know, to get back and forth from the airport if I have a really early flight or a later flight and I don't want to bother anybody. um. I have probably felt a little nervous maybe one time, and thankfully I was okay. But I have to say I feel like these stories are becoming more and more popular. One thing for sure that um, an experience seems to be a shared experience with some people is that people will have, you know certain information about their car the car type, the model, the year, their license plate, and show up in a completely different car and say, oh, he couldn't make it. I'm helping him out. That's happened to me even on Uber Eats before. Somebody dropped my food off and I thought that was kind of weird. Um, but that seems to be a shared experience with people that somebody different than what's on your app will show up and you know, try to convince you to get into a car. Um, I just want to say human trafficking is very real. Hmm. right? People are stealing women, children, people who are vulnerable people who are not, you know, really paying attention and you can very easily get yourself into a situation that you might not be able to get out of so, you know, if somebody it seems like they're trying really hard to convince you to get into a car and you have a feeling about it, I would agree don't do it Um, but I haven't had any personal experiences that have been really negative with them but after this particular story going viral, my head is like on the swivel it should be um, I want to say before there have been times, have you ever been like parked somewhere and somebody tried to get in your car? Like I've been parked outside of, you know, a bar before, like, you know, waiting for friends or whatever. And I've had situations where people try to get into my car and, you know, I have my doors locked or, you know, I'll turn around really quickly and say, what are you doing? Like, you know, who's trying to get in and your car? That's happened to me before. Um, men, women, sometimes groups. And they're like, Oh, are you the Uber? And I'm like, ma'am. Baby girl.
0: Baby nah, girl. I ain't never had that.
1: That's happened to me before. Hmm. It ain't safe out here.
0: It ain't safe. It ain't safe. I don't mean to make jokes, but that's real though. Yeah.
1: So anyway, I just wanted to share that. That's something that went viral.
0: Y'all, um, man, y'all make sure. Y'all, listen, the car that's coming up, make sure that the car is the car that's on the app. Don't get in nobody's car if you feel iffy about it. And if you feel like. If you if you by yourself sit in the front seat and if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, dude ain't going where you need to go, or she ain't going where you said, Man, look, call the police.
1: Um, you watched a movie on Netflix that you wanted to kinda of talk about. What movie was that?
0: Nah, I was talking about uh this movie came out called Someone Great and it's basically i thought it was a good movie honestly it was entertaining but the the whole story was about like oh this couple that had um, been together for 9 years and they were like so head over heels head over heels in love with each other and then they broke up after she had said she was taking a job in San Francisco and he was, I think he was in New York. I think they were in New York. And so, moving across the country because she had, you know, she had dreams, she had ambition and, you know, she was still fooling with him though, right? And he was like, you know, I don't know if he shared her ambition, but I was just like, they made it seem like after a whole nine years of being together and being in love that Everything was over just like one day. Am I tripping?
1: Um what's the question? You said that after nine years of being together, that they broke up. It was forever. like they
0: broke up in like in one day and it was like it was over after that. And I'm just like, man, look, nine years of being with somebody, like, it's hard to shake somebody after you've been with somebody for nine years. It's hard to shake somebody for after three or four years. Mm-hmm. nine years of your life, like, you know, like a whole decade, like a whole a whole decade of your life. Who knows how old she was, right? I think that was in, like, college when they first met, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It was just... But it was a good movie, though. The little shorty on there was actually kind of cute. So you think it Broke Say up. Say that again.
1: You think it was not believable that they broke up?
0: I'm not going to say it's not believable that they broke up. Um, it just seemed like the level of break it upness <laughs> was high for a nine-year relationship for one day. I mean, you know how many times people that have been together nine years done broke up before? They done broke up a bunch of times. Right. I don't know. It's just I. I don't know. What do you
1: think? Um, I. You know, I did watch the movie. I tried to watch the movie, probably three different times. I fell asleep all three times. Um. Wow. <laughs> uh, You're just the not main, into it. The main. Well, I'm not into movies and TV and stuff like that very much anyway. Um, the main actress is um, she plays Jane the Virgin which is another um, show that I had watched on Netflix. So I was interested for that reason to kind of just like see her in another role. Um, I had a hard time following it a little bit. Um, But what I did take away from it is, wow, like I would, I don't think I would date somebody for nine years um, and not be either like getting married. I don't know, (laughs) nine, nine years is a long time.
0: It's a long time. I mean, it's a real long time for you not to have already said something that rhyme with I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I told you like, we passed that age. you with somebody for nine years? I don't know. I ain't trying to judge nobody, but <laughs> like, you know, we had said this the other day, you know, like, what's the hold up? I mean, what, what's, what's the deal? What's going on? Nine years. <laughs> nine years have gone by. One year went by, two years, three years, four year, five years, six years, seven, eight, nine years. Like, somewhere along the line, something done went wrong. <laughs> How? I mean, and let me also say this: I understand that everybody's perspective and viewpoints on marriage is not the same, right? Some people just don't want to get married; they don't feel like they need to, and I, I, I respect that, right? But, um, I don't know. I, I would just, you
1: would you recommend mm-hmm. this movie to somebody
0: else? Yeah. Why? I thought it was entertaining. I mean, like I said, the little shorty on there is actually kind of funny. She really funny to be honest. Like mm-hmm. her and I forget the other. Uh, have you ever watched? Um, uh, have you ever seen? She's got a habit. The new um, it's a Netflix show. It's a Spike Lee joint. It's a Spike Lee series. You haven't seen it?
1: No, I haven't.
0: I forget that lady's name. I need to. DeWanda Wise. Is that her name? Yes. Yeah, with the real pretty eyes. Mm-hmm. She's on there. She got brown eyes, right? No, I'm pretty sure they're, like, green. Nah, her, her eyes ain't green. Or, like, hazel or something. They might be a little hazel. Anyway, she got real pretty eyes. And... <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> I mean, they brown. I mean, you're saying light brown. Hazel is just light brown, right? Am I tripping?
1: They're like greenish brown.
0: I don't know if her eyes are green. Either way, they're pretty. There's other color pretty eyes in the world. Hers are pretty. I didn't realize what color they were. But she's on there, and she's funny. And... um. And uh, the um, the other actress on there is funny. I mean, it's funny. It's a good. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a decent movie to watch. I think it's worth the watch. Also, there's this artist named Lizzo, right? And she got this song called um, "Dang." What is that song called? It goes, "Why men great today They gotta be great." Ah, I gotta now. Nah, I gotta pull that up. I forget what that song is called. It's actually, it's actually kind of kind of a hit. I ain't trying to be funny. Let me see if I Truth Hurts. That's what it's called. Truth Hurts. Lizzo, right? Came out. I guess like even two years ago it came out. Mm-hmm. Hey, I think that's a good song. You know, she definitely talking bad about us, but you know, I'm not gonna say nothing. I think it's good. So check that out, Lizzo Truth Hurts. Nice.
1: Um, I did over the weekend go see Aladdin, the live action version of Aladdin.
0: Ah. What you thought? With,
1: with Will Smith as the genie and it was so good. Really? Like, I have to be honest, I'm not a person that watches a lot of TV or like movies. I just don't like, I always feel like I'm like wasting time if I sit down and watch TV and movies. Like, I can watch some things. Like, you know, I can watch clips of like, I, I watch the Red Table Talk which is Jada Pinkett's show on facebook sometimes but i can kind of leave and come back to that i don't have to like sit down and watch the whole thing in one setting or you know i can i'm i can get into things that i can leave and come back to so like it might take me you know like i said three times to watch a movie on netflix Uh because i break it into pieces or whatever like that but this movie right here i'm so glad that i took the hour and a half or however long the movie was and watched it in theaters while it's brand new it was amazing Um, aesthetically, it was just a really, it was amazing. It was a really beautiful movie. And so, um, you know, everybody was dressed in all these colors and there's gold everywhere, you know, because it takes place, um, in a palace. So there's like princess Jasmine, but even outside of the palace, just like the market that they had and, you know, they created this, you know, culture on screen. It was so pretty. Um, like all the graphics that they did, they had like you know tigers walking around, and they had the genie coming out the bottle. Um, it just was so well done, well produced. Um, the actors were triple threats, so they could sing, they could dance, they could act. They were signing lines. They're like you know really gorgeous people and really talented people, and um, you know I didn't get bored at all. There was you know it never it never dropped the ball between the music and like I never got tired like oh here they go with another song like I couldn't wait to hear them sing again um and it's Will Smith I mean Will Smith is entertaining like the I would say the scenes with him were some of my favorite scenes um but he just he did so great in his role and I would absolutely I I felt like it was magic for adults like you know how kids get really excited about cartoons or like cartoon shows cartoon movies and you know they are like wow look at this or you know they get really excited about it i felt like that in the theater watching these people you know perform so um i think disney was your hero of the week last week yeah man i haven't
0: i haven't gone to see it yet but i'm you got me excited now you got me feeling a way it is I I, like hard. I said.
1: You have to do. You have to go. You have let to go. Borrow, I, I don't.
0: Let me borrow twenty dollars.
1: I think the movie is more like twelve, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, there's another movie my cousin actually recommended. This one's on Netflix. It's produced by um the film producer Ava DuVernay. Um, she is known for. Um, some films that have come out lately that are about color uh, struggles for people of color, right? So, this most recent it's a mini series actually, it's called When They See Us. Uh, it's a mini series that tells the story of the Central Park Five, which, of course, um, they are five young black men who were accused of, they were charged with rape um, and convicted, and they served. You know, jail time over 10 years, some of them for a crime that they, you know, they later were found to be innocent, but it was after they spent, you know, all this time in jail. So she tells the story of this. I think you said you watched the first episode of 4. Is that right? I st-
0: yeah, I started the first episode. I hadn't finished the jail, though.
1: Okay. Um, how are you feeling about it?
0: I mean, so far, You know, what I've seen is, I mean, it's completely outrageous. It's completely, like, it's hard to put in words. Like, it's saddening. It's angering. Like, you know, you see these kids that's literally just, like, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old being coerced by grown men being threatened, being beat, being, you know, lied to by grown men um, into confessing to do this crime that they didn't do. It's sickening. Like, I don't, I, I mean, I understand the prosecutor was, you know, leading the whole gang, but I mean, I don't know how any of those people can sleep at night. Like, I don't I don't understand how any of those officers can look at themselves in the mirror having sent children to prison for something they didn't commit. This is our country though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have not been able to bring myself to watch it and partially because I just, it's not just a story or a movie. Um, it's a reenactment of something that really happened and something that happens all the time. So I'm having a hard time bringing myself to watch it, but I do plan on watching it. And um, I would encourage our listeners to watch it as well. Um, we would love to hear feedback that you have on any of the movies that we just talked about or anything that we talked about on the show. Actually, we covered. Um, a range of topics. We did our hero, Head Ass of the Week. Um, we talked about our dating deal breakers. We talked about um, Uber and Lyft safety. Um, and we talked about all our movies. So if you want to reach us, of course, you can hit us up. NoCuth underscore podcast um, on Instagram or via email. No podcast at yahoo.com. Uh Big facts. What up? What do you want to say?
0: Listen, I know that your husband... Gonna love you and take care of you. And he probably like fire too. I just want you to be on the lookout. It's lit.
1: (laughs) Thank y'all for tuning in.
0: We out. Deuces.